0: Okay, hello and welcome to the BeerCast. This is uh, another very special episode. Um, today we're doing beers from my neck of the woods, the northwest of England. And with me today is, as ever, is Shovels. Hello Shovels. Oh no, <laughs> there's a shovel silence here. We don't have Shovels with us unfortunately because he decided he'd rather go snowboarding than spend the day beer casting with us. <clears throat> I guess that's our loss. But if you're a Shovels fans and you're just about to turn off, then please don't because we have ample fillage in there form of Mr. B, who's here with us.
1: Thank you. It's that, what, ghost? Why or something? No, in the you know,
0: sheer gravitas. All well. oh, right, thank you. And also you can do the opening in the beers and reading yeah, the bottles. Yeah, I can manage it. Yeah. And also make something up about our mouth charts That as well. That would be uh, good. And uh, also on the panel today, making his first appearance, is Stuart. Hello. Hello, Stuart, how are you? i oh, massive. You're massive. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> I'm
2: massive. My hands are not quite as massive as Paul's, but... No,
0: <laughs> I'm sure you make but up for it in other I, will,
2: I will. Yeah, I'll try my best.
0: Good. So today, uh, Stuart's actually also from the north of England, so it's good to have two northerners on the panel, uh, outweighing... Well. <laughs> oh, here we go. Don't get
2: started. <laughs> don't get don't started on that. I might have an English accent,
0: but... Uh, <laughs> okay. He considers himself to be uh, not... Well, we'll, we'll, we'll come into that later. <laughs> anyway, these are all four beers I, I picked up when I was back home over Christmas. So these are all from the northwest of England. We're doing a special northwest episode. And um, we're going to start off with one from Cumbria, and as Craig does the honours... <coughs>
1: Okay, this is um, Academy Ale from Tyrrell Brewery, Fine Westmoreland Ales.
0: Westmoreland, yeah. And the, the Tyrrell Brewery, this started off in 1999, uh, brewing from a pub. There was only a very small local operation uh, called Queen's Head in Tyrrell, which is a very small village just outside of Penrith in uh, northern Cumbria.
2: I've got to say, there was a
0: severe lack
1: of scoosh. Uh-huh. Yeah, it it didn't on, sh- on, on the opening of the uh, bottle, it didn't do it? <laughs> it didn't fizz up. No, is this um, condition?
0: No, no, not normal conditioned today. Uh, this is described as being a dark, full-bodied, full-bodied, even traditional, rich and multi ale, flavored with three varieties of English hops.
1: I'm not sure I've left myself any. <laughs> it's fine as long as it's mortally.
0: Yeah, it smells uh, traditionally beery. Uh, it's named <coughs> Academy Ale because of Thomas Lee, who was a teacher who t- taught in the village in the 1820s. Taught maths? Yep. I know. Man. There you go. He, Mr Craig has taken over Shovels' responsibilities of reading the label. <laughs> <laughs> well, he usually reads it out loud, but that's fine. Uh, Thomas Lee taught maths in the 1820s when Tyrell Academy was said to be on a par with Oxford and Cambridge for the teaching of maths, which is pretty good for a tiny little village in the middle of nowhere.
1: That is exactly what it says on the back of the book
0: Yeah, I think that's probably where I got it from.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, there's more. There's more. It's a whole background about Terrell Brewery. Well, on you go. We'll I have a drink. Okay. Now, that's huge. I'm not reading all that out. Oh, something about a monster door knocker though. <laughs> that could be interesting. Yeah, that sounds very interesting. Huh? That tastes <laughs> interesting as well. That's
0: a that's a very multi ale.
1: The the old door knocker has been taken off for safekeeping.
0: Is that what's on the front of the bottle?
1: That could be what is on the front of the bottle.
0: It is a door knocker. Yeah. Yes.
1: Well, I haven't tasted beer yet.
0: It is very malty. It's quite nice. Uh, Penrith is uh, in central Cumbria, just outside the Lake District. Um, the largest hill, it's surrounded by hills, of course, the largest one called Beacon Hill, and it's called Beacon Hill because they lit a wooden fire there whenever the Scots invaded. Oh. Boo hiss.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All those many times there.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, quite a lot of times, yeah.
1: So it was permanently on fire, and then the end they just started blowing it out whenever... Scotch Mountain attacky.
0: I'm sure the Scotch boy lit it on fire as it <laughs> past.
1: Just, uh... Just for the fun of it. This is quite um, odd. It's quite caramelly or something. Oh, we've not had the magic C word for a while. I've had the the magic biggest.
2: caramel and word. I've got to go with that as well, actually. It tastes a bit sort of Newcastle brown with a caramel edge. Yeah.
0: It doesn't smell yeah. much, I've got to say. I thought it would smell a bit more than this, but it no, really mm-hmm. doesn't.
1: And you all know I like a pint of dog. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for how long it takes to bring it all back to Newcastle brown ale. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we've got a brown ale coming up at the end, so it'll be interesting to see what you think about that. See how it compares. Well, it's a non-Newcastle brown ale.
1: It's Liverpool brown ale. Ooh. It's, it doesn't have a great smell. It, quite caramelly and I think it would be too much for oh, a whole pint or a night off. It's only 4.2%. It's not like it's, a strong one. And yeah, it's a it's session. unpleasant. I don't mind it, to be honest, so I- it tastes
2: quite fizzy, even though there was a lack of squish.
1: Yeah, but there's no head to it, so no carbonation. Yeah. that's what uh, beer purists like, isn't it? No, no head.
0: Yeah, they are kind of the flat, so you can get them all the more taste out of the beer. Um, I think the Tyrell Brewery, one of the, Tyrell, Tyrell, I don't know how to pronounce it. I think they're one of the few breweries who actually brew in a stately home in Penrith. They moved to a place called Brougham Hall in 2001 and opened a big plant there. They've, oh, yeah. they've since moved to a more state of the art in Westmoreland in Appleby which is the county town of Westmoreland but they did actually brew it in the Stately Hall actually had a brewing room in it so they just took it over and used it
1: during the second World War uh, Brougham Hall was used as a base for the 35th Royal Tank Brigade and their secret war project <laughs> mm. but in capacity meant that in 2007 the brewery moved to its current home a Grade 2 listed barn under the shadow of the Pennines. Oh, nice. Three miles from Appleby, the ancient county town of Westmoreland. Mm-hmm. Which is famous for? Cheese, jam, mm. bananas, petticoats. No, keep going. <laughs> um, hamsters. Horses. Horses? Mm. I was close, I said hamsters. Hamsters, I was going to say that as well.
0: Apparently has a famous horse fair, which is uh, held since the 18th century, and gypsies from all over Britain come do their horse stuff. Mm.
2: I was going to say horse burgers but
1: um. <laughs> <laughs> mm. did not know that and
0: maybe they drink some of this while they <coughs>
1: possibly if they like caramelly flavoured beers this do you think
0: this tastes like an 80 or is it a bit different mm, no it?
1: it's definitely an 80 it's nicer than an 80 yeah it's not hard it's not creamy no hard. that's the difference isn't yeah. it yeah if it was creamy it would be very 80 actually. yeah uh, yeah I know what you mean it's, it, it, it's it, got it, an I, 80 soil. Yeah, theme to it,
2: but yeah, it's not quite creamy enough for an eighty for me. Well,
0: all I can say is malt. It's just pure malt. It does say it has was it three? Yeah, three varieties of English hops in it, but they kind of drown that by all the malts in it, which is nice. I mean, I don't mind malt.
1: Per it's character. Um, characteristic. Someone help me out here. <clears throat> um, from I would say Northern England, because well, lots of beers I've had from Northern England taste like this.
0: And maybe some more than that you I mean, will too score. as well. <laughs> oh yeah, Northern England's all about the bitter, definitely the multi bitters, which is great. Scores, sure. Uh, Stuart, you are new to this game, but uh, I believe you have listened to us before. So, well, I listened to the last podcast,
2: and I'm not going to go for a seven. <laughs> I want to I wanna leave that to you, Rich. Obviously.
0: Um I don't always give sevens, although maybe you know, not that one to. Uh, Prejudge what I'm going to do for this one, but yeah, out of ten, Stuart, I think I'll go for a six.
2: Okay, it's uh, it's not up there. Is like I, I could drink a lot of it, or, but there's it's not really sort of unpleasant either. It's uh, I don't know. It's just I can maybe manage one or two of them before trying to trying another beer.
1: Very good, Craig. I wouldn't drink a lot of it, but then I wouldn't spit it all back in your face either. Just, um, Actually, I, 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 would, I would give it a six as well.
0: Now, you see, I like this quite a lot, but just a bit more than what you said. So <laughs> <laughs> the obvious score. I guess what's okay. coming, listeners? But, but I can't ever give anything seven again because... No. But I'm going to because it's my podcast. Well, it's not my podcast. <laughs> but I've got the laptop and the mic, so I'm giving it a seven
1: you cool with what you prefer. I do
0: like it and it, it's this I think this is um it's what you hear about session session bitters and a lot of the time you think session bitter is going to be kind of hoppy and dry and fruity but northern session bitters are like this that this is a proper session ale mm. so I've got no problem drinking a lot of these it's only four and a half percent so it's not gonna knock your teeth out 42 pretty yeah it's not not tough. I think it's very pleasant. Not bad. I would drink it in a pub. But just... Absolutely. I'm sure it would be nicer on cask than on bottle, definitely.
2: Yeah, mm. I, I think I'd agree with that. It's got that sort of bottly sort of flavour to it. But, yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, on cask it would be good.
0: All right, that's beer one. We've got three more northern beers coming up. Sorry, northwestern beers coming up. And next, we're just going down the M6 slightly to Manchester. and We'll see you soon.
1: Okay. Next beer has been nicely warmed on my crotch. Which is <laughs> different, good, good, different. Um, it is Joseph Holt Manchester Thunderholt. Storm in a Bottle. Thunder Holt. Okay, Judas Priest label on the front.
0: Yeah, I don't ever want to see Craig taking a beer between his legs again. That was just horrible.
1: <laughs> but it was slightly cold, and now oh, it's slightly warm. It's not, my Oh, it's fizzy. Hasn't heated up yet? Oh, it's fizzy. It is. Yep, this is uh, Joseph Holt's Thunder Holt. Uh,
0: Joseph Holt is a family brewery that began in Manchester in 1849 and they started off in a small brewery and they moved on to larger and larger premises until they had a bit of a disaster when the American Civil War caused a huge interruption to the shipping of cotton. Now you wouldn't think that would affect brewing particularly but Manchester was a huge mill town at the time and the vast majority of the population were there using the cotton and then after they'd finished on the mills they would go and drink beer so it was kind of a knock-on thing. As the Civil War stopped cotton, the whole of the town of Manchester slumped into recession. But Joseph Holt survived, and they carried on. And now, as a good fact for you, they own 127 pubs, all of which are within 25 miles of Manchester. Oh
1: my goodness, a lot of pubs,
0: a lot of pubs, and you won't get any of that up here. And this is their Thunder Holt. So uh, have Label's,
1: a nose. They says say this is a delicious and refreshing russet red ale with light citrus flavours as we all hold it up to the lights, <laughs> yeah? yeah. Red, red. Dark that's, red, yeah. It's, it's, that is, that is, yeah. red eels ever red. Reddish. Like tizer, that's red, isn't it?
0: Now that's very similar to the last one until you get the last aftertaste when it's a bit different. Well, that's what you think.
1: That's good. I like red ale a lot.
0: Mm. Um, I've
2: got to say, I, I, I agree with you. It's, it, it tastes very similar to the other one until you get the aftertaste in it it's got a real nice kick at the end of it huh?
0: it's almost kind of almost aniseed there's something going it's on like back of the mouth feel oh there you go it's, this it's the like, Mr like B <laughs> mouth
2: chat. Oh, it's like shivers
0: in the limb <laughs> oh, he's here in spirit so, so this is uh, obviously if you don't know Manchester it rains all the time there and this beer is uh, brewed to celebrate Manchester's most famous weather uh, it was produced five years ago and, uh, as they say, delicious red russet traditional premium ale with a light citrus flavour. And just uses challenger, cone hops and dark crystal malt.
1: It's delicious. I'd it's very nice. I picked up a taste for red ale when I was in Vancouver, I have to say. Um, lots uh, yeah. of delicious red ales out there. And I've been trying to find some over here since I came back.
0: That's interesting, yeah, because when I went over there, when we were all there together, we tried a lot of those ales and I didn't really take to them and there's one that we drank quite a lot was it truck? Red, red Truck Red Truck I, I didn't really like it but I can see now that it does taste like this mm. uh, and I yeah, don't yeah so. I'm not sure what obviously they brew it differently because they have different ingredients over there but I, I prefer this to the Red Truck the Canadian
1: Red Ales what's the um, the local one for us Copper c- Cas- Copper Cascade right the Edinburgh Gold Oh yeah, the right. Stuart Brewery. Stuart Brewery, mm. Copper Cascade is very similar to this. It's very good as well.
0: We're we're in discussion with Stuart to go and actually look around the brewery and get a tour of the brewery. So uh, hopefully that'll come off at some point. Keep, keep your ears
1: e- peeled.
0: E- <laughs> e- uh, Stuart, so, you liking this? I'm actually loving this.
2: I can't stop drinking it. Mm. <laughs> so I'll let, left. You, let you let you talk a, talk away. I'm really
1: enjoying the taste this one. So. Mm. Um, it is, it is probably it's, quite similar to Newcastle Brown Neal for you, isn't
2: it? No, no, not at all, actually. Sure. Absolutely not. No, it's... Um, I don't know. It's just got a real nice aftertaste. I could definitely have a few pints of this and be,
1: you know, happy just to go. You would be happy if you had a few. It's very percent. Yeah.
0: Is it aniseed? Is that what I'm getting? There's something... I'm not sure about the aniseed, but... There's something at the top of the mouth, Charles. So he's turning his grave listening to this? If you go into the Oxford Bottle Beer database, someone reviewed this and they said that it was uh, a full body beer with a ruby red appearance and a bittersweet nutty taste with hints of dark fruit that remind me of Christmas cake.
1: That's maybe what I'm getting at the end.
0: Not in the same way mm. as kind of like the Anchor beers are kind of Christmas no, cake no, no, and kind no, of the no. winter beers, but there is a kind of hint of the kind of dark fruity. It's more of, the
1: fruity taste, right? Yeah. Than that. There's no
0: spicy stuff yeah. it.
1: It's definitely got a side side of the tongue taste That's to it. That's the me. citrus, I think. Yeah. It's We've got back of the mouth, side of the tongue, roof of the mouth, general, general, all mouth feel. Yeah,
0: front of the teeth. It depends mm. on
1: you. <laughs> <laughs> it's front of the teeth. I'm going back.
0: You have too many. It's the kind of front of the pavement test. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure we'll thinks he's got the mouth chart, but uh, I see he's got
1: nothing. Nothing nothing, else. nothing on my all-over body chart. <laughs> Won't We've already had crotch warm here. I
2: did not want to see a diagram of that. Actually, I'm just wondering if that's enhanced the flavour. you warming, <laughs> warming it
0: on your crotch. That, that could be work. it. Could have done. It's it certainly sheer, enhanced my crotch. Sheer magnetism, definitely. Mm. Uh, would you like to know what Manchester means? Yes. Okay, I can say it's to do with breasts.
1: Really? Good, I'm interested <laughs> <laughs> Keep going, you've got all the listeners happy now Apparently, uh,
0: so-called, well I get all my knowledge from Wikipedia And apparently it says that it takes its name from the ancient Roman mam- Mamucum Which is thought to be a kind of slightly odd scrambling of the Celtic for breast like hill Mam And Saxon town, Ceaster. So it became
1: Manchester. I thought you were going to say Chester is
0: Well you think Italian it is yes. Italian
1: for boobs and it's just based on Chester means man boobs
0: I'm sure there are quite a few in Manchester though Being the kind of place for it But no, apparently the whole kind of man-chester Mm. Man-boobs No, ery I
2: thanks Interesting I lived there for three years and I never realised I lived in boob town
0: (laughs) Whereabouts in Manchester did you
2: live? I lived in a place called Crumpsall, And then moved out to a place called Monton Mm. near Worsley On the sort of west side of Manchester yeah, okay. so it's it's
1: funny, fine. I don't understand a word you said there.
2: I've heard of Crumpsall. Crumpsall is that yeah. north, uh, north Manchester, just north of the city centre, mm-hmm. just on the tram line when it was uh, first li- first put up there. Uh, sure.
0: Just, oh, Manchester trams are great, yeah. Uh, just uh, just after I graduated, went there and had a great time. It's a great city, Manchester. It really is. There's all lots of stuff going on there. They're trying to turn it into the the. There's a lot of cities now vying for the kind of unofficial. Capital of the North, kind of thing. You got kind of Newcastle and Gateshead and Leeds and Manchester, and they're all they're all trying to kind of get pushed into being the, the capital of the North. And Manchester, mm-hmm. it, it should be the unofficial, I think, capital. Of the
2: North. Oh, I don't know. I think my wife would have a <laughs> a different view on that, being oh. a Geordie.
0: Oh, okay, well, but she's not here, <laughs> obviously. So, she,
2: she's not here. I mean, I, I, and she won't be listening. Uh, she was gonna listen to this at some point. <laughs> 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 Just a laugh more than <laughs> else, Well probably. we can have a, a second Capital of the North East There you go <laughs> Capital of the North East well, well There's the whole thing about Where is the North of England as well What is the North South divide And all that sort of Yeah life.
1: Absolutely oh. The uh, North's at the top And the South's at the bottom It's not
2: quite as simple as that it's, it's It ignored. goes in a diagonal direction Apparently It just
1: defies all it logic goes,
2: It goes from somewhere like Grimsby On a diagonal slant All the way down to the Severn Or something stupid As a it's some news report said, where is the north-south divide? And it was, mm. Yeah, was it? I saw
0: that as well. But it's true, Grimsby is not in the north, because I used to work there on a beach, and it's not in the north of England. It's in, definitely in the Midlands, or the south Midlands. When you're there, it doesn't feel like the north of England at all. Mm. Nah. Even though it's more north than... It's probably similar to Manchester, Yeah,
2: it, it should be on the same part as Manchester, because yeah. I grew up in Scunthorpe, hence the accent. That's right, yes. Um, which is just... Very, very close to to Grimsby, and very much a, a rivalry between Scunthorpe and Grimsby. Is that right? Yes, definitely. So it's I'm,
0: an old place, Grimsby.
2: Well, oh, I didn't want to say that, <laughs> no, <laughs> so, right. but yeah, a bunch of cod heads. But
0: you <laughs> talked you, about offending people before. Yeah, there
1: <laughs> So, so if, we get, right. if
2: we get any emails from Grimsby, we'll <laughs> know someone
1: is actually
0: listening.
2: Yeah. It's if it's you been switch
1: been over for... to wave version of the podcast, the podcast <laughs> you'll actually hear us talking about beer. If <laughs> you stay on to the North England cast
0: oh no. they talk about these seaside places that smell of fish and you go there and you think well it doesn't really smell of fish but Grimsby smells of fish and it's all uh-huh. yeah it's not
2: I don't particularly like it it's a place but where Scunthorpe
0: smells of roses and honey
2: no scumflops a
0: shit all as well <laughs> beep
2: <laughs> sorry oh, no you can swear that's fine I swear alright okay yeah, fair yeah. enough okay right. nobody's listening doesn't matter yeah that's fair, true just three the
1: only person we've got listening is that three year old and, and, and Stuart's legal. wife as well it's Stuart's wife. <laughs> hello Anita. We Hi, honey. <laughs> <laughs> it's a love cast name.
0: I never call her honey. Otherwise,
1: <laughs> <laughs> thinking you're speaking about somebody else. No. Um, <laughs> back to the beer. Mm. What, what else is interesting in this bottle apart from the very cheesy label? got an umbrella on the front. It says celebrating Manchester's finest weather. On the front.
0: It does rain an awful lot in Manchester. I heard when I lived
2: in Manchester that one of the reasons Manchester existed was, or the cotton trade existed in Manchester was purely because of its um, climate. Because of its, uh, it was constantly damp and it was quite sure. good for all the textile industry that was uh, I don't know how true that is. I might be talking complete rubbish but yeah, so well, one of the reasons for uh, Manchester being so successful in the past
0: It was called Cottonopolis because mm. that that's when it all started and uh, it was 65% of the world's cotton was produced in Manchester as late as the First World War so it was a massive centre for industrial it was where it all started Industrial Revolution and Preston as well I not talked about Preston enough on the Baycast will
1: well, they? Uh, I, I can't believe I, I missed the very cheesy and uh, oh, ridiculous I saw that early on, yeah, joke yeah. line that's maybe best read in a North England accent <laughs>
0: For those who know bitter, <laughs> no bitter.
1: <laughs> ah, see, penny dropped.
0: Yes, there you go. Yeah, good old Joseph Holt. Uh, I couldn't find Joseph Holt in the Good Beer Guide, so uh, maybe
1: surprising? it's not good beer.
0: It's not. It's not got the camera thing on the back, but I'll see. Yeah, dare we uh, go against what camera think? It doesn't mean it's not good beer. Nope. It just means it's not in their beer guide.
1: Maybe it's too rock for them because of the
0: maybe because of the uh, Thunder Holt.
2: That's more metal, if, metal. You
1: if you're talking about Judas Priest.
0: That's <laughs> no, metal. Not from Manchester, though, sadly, are they? No. Birmingham
1: yeah. Scores?
0: Yeah, I don't think uh, I have anything else to say. I can tell that Manchester is the 10th most common place name in the United States.
1: I can imagine that.
0: And then we'll go on to the Scores. But do you want to know what the, what the most popular place name in the United States is? Okay. Franklin. Franklin.
1: Franklin. Oh no.
0: Someone else's phone phone. Else <laughs> <one. laughs> it's not yours, Greg. For it's
1: not it. mine. Sorry. No, that's okay. Well, I have a legitimate excuse for my last podcast when, you did when my us. phone rang. Yeah. That was my in laws phoning to congratulate me on Alison being pregnant. This is a, a Bearcast exclusive? Bearcast yeah? exclusive. Here we go. Alison's pregnant, but you don't know Alison. She was on a Bearcast. She, she ever she been, been on a couple, podcast? yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has been yeah, she's five months pregnant good old Alan and you as well and me it was my sperm
0: <laughs> was it? yeah
1: oh, Okay. am
0: is that just from putting all those bottles of beer between your legs to <laughs> yeah <get> it? <laughs> it out That's an effect, keeping it
2: cold <laughs> it's supposed to
0: no. um, so if it's a girl you'll have to call it Stella and if it's a boy you have to call it, <clears> it. Um Stella. Thunderhold. No.
1: <laughs> Thunder, yes! Thunderhold. Thunderhold. <laughs> so, exclusive. if no, it's, a boy, it's a boy, I agreed with Ali that if it was a boy, we'd call it He Man. <laughs> right? Yeah. He Man is Hero. He Man is Hero. And you get, what was the cat? No, called? no, a girl was going to be Cringer. Cringer? Yeah. No, that, that was that, just that cat before it turned into yeah. Battlecat, wasn't yeah. it? It's just, Battle Cat isn't a good name for a girl, so, Cringer.
0: I used to have Battle Cat when I was a kid, and He-Man, and um, Ram-Man, he used to put his legs down, you'd fire up in the air. Don't remember that. He was like a little soldier, and you, but his, his oh, legs went just his body. Oh, he's really short. And springs, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, of, yeah, I remember
1: that. He had
0: different faces, did he? Oh, no, that was the other one. He had three faces that he whizzed about. Oh, all right, Three okay. face, man.
2: I had, I had Faker, which was the blue version of He-Man.
0: Mm. That
2: was the only one I had.
0: On the Castle Grey which is great, because it's about that big. It doesn't work on the podcast. But, yeah. <laughs> I'm waving my hand off the ground. It yeah, was about it's, that big. It's about my height, <laughs> <laughs> and it's great, it's tremendous. You can play lots of games in that
1: Well, this is a whole deluge of fact here about everything. tonight. we're we're a multi variety type cast tonight. It's quite yeah, yeah it's good.
0: Multicast. I think we were going to score, weren't we? Several oh, minutes multi-cast. ago. Yeah,
1: we were. That's and then we went to He Man. Yes. I know that his phone rang that's what it was. Oh. I'll give He Man a 10, definitely. <laughs> um, okay, I will give that score. I like that very much. I'm going to give it an 8. Mr. Caven
2: I think, seeing as it's so very metal. I'd love to give it a turn it up to an eleven, <laughs> <laughs> just in, 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 a,
0: in a spinal
2: in this spinal tap uh, sort sure of matters. way, but uh, since we can only go to ten, I'm uh, I'm gonna give it a nine. I think I really Ooh. do like that one. I've got to say I'm not a massive fan of Manchester beers in in the past, having having lived there, but I do quite like that one. Obviously, I didn't uh, come across that one while I was there, so nah. Very, very nice.
0: As I say, it's only been brief for five years, so I guess it's probably quite a new one. But you're not, you're not a fan of Boddington's or anything like that?
2: Not a big fan of Boddington's at all. Oh, no, I love Boddington's. Tremendous. Yeah. Cream, might be the cream of Manchester, but it's not my cream.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, OK. That come out completely wrong? OK. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, dedication to your wife. <laughs> I'm going to give that an eight. Uh, yeah, an eight because it, it's it's really nice. I Th- really like it. This
1: could put it quite high up there. It the could, actually. It's
0: surprising, because it means if we have to do this for the beer of the year. We're going to have to find some more. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, Joseph Holt's Thunder Holt, Storm in a Bottle. And um, when we come back, because my Mac's taken off, we will uh, have beer three.
1: Okay, this is the third beer. It's from Thwaites Brewery, and it's called Double Century Celebration Ale. Mm. this delicious strong ale has been specially created to mark 200 years of family brewing
0: specially created for the beer cast it's just for us yep so one bottle tens all round quick sniff of the bottle quick sniff of the bottle before you pour it Thwaites are from Blackburn just only a few miles from where I was born so I have to give it good marks look at that fizzy very fizzy and very light uh, Daniel Thwaites started brewing in East, east Langshire Milton of Blackburn in 1807 and in 1824 he took over the sole running of the brewery And when he died in 1843, three of his children took it over, so it's been in the family for 200 years, hence the name, Double Century. This is their tradition, Celebration Beer for their 200th anniversary. They're now one of the UK's top ten breweries in terms of outputs, and they have 400 pubs in the north of England. So they're a major player in the uh, British brewing scene, and uh, they brew all kinds of beers, and this is their Celebration 200th ale.
1: It um, doesn't smell it much. This isn't yeah, just double century, it's double hopped. as well, it says, unbelievable.
0: Mm. Yeah, it doesn't smell a lot. It doesn't smell as much. much. It's got a all.
1: lovely colour. But...
0: They describe it as uh, it's refreshing amber coloured premium ale is well balanced and a multi character. Double hopped with English Golding and Fuggles hops with a late edition of Bramling Cross, it has a bitter orange finish.
1: That is Ooh, the that's... Da business. Yeah. It's very sort of fruity. It's very hoppy, though, which is right up my street. Oh, yes, you like your Hoppy Session beers, don't you? I do like my Hoppy Session beers. This isn't a session beer, though, it's
0: 5.2%. Yeah, it's quite a strong one, yeah. Yeah. What's this the would... definition of a session beer?
2: Sorry
1: for the uninformed. Something that tastes like that. Well, to me, it's something you can drink all night, but it's light. And well, a session alcoholic. is a uh, sort of. So something you could drink all night without dying.
0: Oh, that is tremendous. It's
1: absolutely amazing.
0: <laughs> Even though it's totally flat. Shovels.
1: <laughs> 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 oh, I'd rather go snowboarding in Austria. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm sure, uh, well, he's yeah. actually back now, but I'm sure if he was drinking his uh, lovely Austrian lager piss, he'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> and we're drinking this. Right. right, so
2: if Thwaites Brewery wants is, to uh, send a case up to me, <laughs> my address is...
0: <laughs> wow, I also like Blackburn nice. as well. I have to say this, being a Blackburn Rover supporter. Uh, Blackburn, if you don't know, is uh, an industrial town in Northwest England. It's 200 miles north of London, but only 10 miles east of Preston. Uh, the Romans founded a small settlement here uh, on the Blackburn, the Black River. And the coat of arms of the town features three bees either side of a wavy black line. Bees, because they symbolise skill, industry and perseverance. That's what people from Blackburn have apparently. Apart from the tremendous footballs.
1: Oh, I was going to say crap football. That's bad when I think about <laughs> football. Uh,
0: even more so, the Manchester, this town was synonymous with the cotton industry. At one point, there were 140 mills there. And seeing as the population was 100,000. It's quite amazing It's just all mills And the spinning jenny Was invented Nearby Oswald Twistle Which is a great northern town then. And that's where The industrial revolution Started mm. And of course the homes of Blackburn Rovers Who uh,
1: We're not going to be able To make you stop On that bit are we
0: Founded members of the football
1: Hang on, league. I'm just going to get comfortable Founded, Founded the members of the football, football Three
0: time league champions With six FA Cup winners Right
1: go
2: They're not the oldest Football team they're on.
0: No they're not But they're the best And who are? The oldest football team Yep Sheffield United isn't it? Nope
2: well the oldest league football team is Notts County, I believe. Oh Notts County. Yeah. And the oldest football team, I think it is Sheffield, but it's not Sheffield United. Oh, it's Sheffield. it's another it's another Sheffield town or something like that, yeah.
0: If you know, then email in. <coughs> That's great. And what's the email address? <laughs> Craig's actually asleep, We're pretending to be asleep. So let's drink his beer because he's asleep. No. Oh, there you go. He's woken up. What a Okay, yeah. No more football talk. That's it. Uh, so this is five point two percent. So it's just a well, it's it's not too you strong. You can
1: taste how it's a bit more alcoholic. It's got a warm feel.
0: Um, There's definitely bitter finished bitter orangey finish to yeah. it.
1: It's, it's, it has a slight alcohol taste at the end. It's kind of mm. you can tell that it's stronger, but it is lovely very nice little bottle
0: as well yeah they have a whole range of beers thwaites um and the the pubs down where i'm from there are lots of thwaites beers and the pubs they own
1: Hmm. let's go there
0: (laughs) yes let's uh but they are i mean again it's the whole thing about regional beers in the uk is that they're one of the top 10 british breweries in terms of output but you don't get any thwaites beers anywhere near here will
1: i be able to buy this here no no no, no, I've got, no,
0: i got this in, in a home in Preston.
1: Yeah. So when are you go back to Preston? <laughs> <laughs> and how many are you bringing
0: back? Maybe Mr Thwaite might get an email from me <laughs> next week. We'll see what we can sort of.
1: Mr um, Daniel Thwaite? Possibly?
0: Yeah, Daniel Thwaite, well... Daniel the II took over the brewery. He became the MP for Blackburn at the end. I don't know who's actually in charge of the brewery now, but it's still sure. in the same hands, and it has been for 200 years. Hence their celebration.
1: Why not try Lancaster Bomber
0: oh, yes, or a
1: Flying Shuttle? Not oh, is that the same brewery, is it?
0: Yeah. Uh, I've had
2: a Lancaster Bomber. That was quite nice.
1: Hmm.
0: We were saying before, Stuart, you're from Scunthorpe.
2: Yes. Well, I grew up in Scunthorpe. You grew Scunthorpe. up in Scunthorpe. Scunthorpe. I'm not from Scunthorpe. No. I'm, well... Depends on your definition of from.
0: Well, what's your definition of from?
2: <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> I suppose, the, well, the definition of from is where you're born. Okay, where I was born was in Zambia in Africa. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> so, We weren't could... expecting that, were you? <laughs> no, it it's a bit, bit south of
0: the north of England. <laughs> yeah, just a, just a wee bit. But, I, I, confer, um... I don't know any Zambian beers, have got to say? No, well,
2: uh, we're hoping to get across to Zambia this year because I've never been there since, well, since I was ten months old. That's so when was, you left. I was born there, 10 months old, we left. My dad was working out in the copper mines. And then we moved back to Scunthorpe my, when my mum and dad had a place, but all my family were from Glasgow originally. So I
0: right.
2: so, uh, can't consider myself anything but Scottish, really, other than my accent.
0: Yeah.
1: Hey, it's a strange one.
0: Uh, a mixed <clears> bag? <throat>
1: yeah. So. What, what,
0: what do you remember about Scunthorpe? Lots of uh, beers and stuff going up there.
1: What oh, do I don't remember? It. Well,
2: okay, I care. Can't really say that I, I knew a lot about beer when I was in Scunthorpe. It was more, it was more whiskey and vodka to be, to be perf- perfectly honest. But
0: I guess there's no shame in that when you're growing up. Well, once yeah. you're eighteen, of
2: course. So, I, well, I left. <laughs> I left when I was eighteen. <laughs> moved to Nottingham. But uh,
0: oh, yeah. Nottingham's gone. Cool. That's a nice place.
2: Uh, so, yeah, it was a good place. Uh, so I went to university there, and uh, lots and uh, I suppose that introduced me to beer. I suppose, but that's going to be more sort of Newcastle Brown sort of beer going to the, to the rock bars there and stuff. So. Not in your Rock City? Indeed. Oh, I've missed that place so much. <laughs> there's quite... not a Rock City nearer to here, is there? No, nah, there's, there's nothing that compares to Rock City, I've got to say. It's a fantastic place. What is Rock City? Sorry, It's a venue. Oh, OK. I think Kerrang magazine have voted it for the last 20 years as being the best place to go for gigs and just general rock
1: nightclub under it with the bottom um, paragraph underneath except for Richard because he wouldn't like it
0: yeah I'm not really into the whole kind of rock <laughs> thing I've got yeah. to say so it's like a big sweaty
1: rock venue oh yeah yes okay yeah it's the uh, barrows something like the barrows but better have you have you been um I think I have actually. yeah I think with Craig because he used to live in he did yeah he's a big Nottingham uh
0: well, he's famous yeah. in Nottingham, I think, Craig. He's been out there so many times. He always talks about Rock City. That's where I've heard of it, but I've never yeah. been there. Well, that's
2: classic. I, I practically lived there when I was a student. And then we moved back there after we left Manchester. So three years back in Nottingham and still went there. And every time we go back to Nottingham, because my sister-in-law lives there, uh, we always try and get to Rock City, but rarely do these days, unfortunately. But we have got to go sometime soon <laughs>
1: I'm missing it like mine <laughs> I should say shout out to Mr Stockdale over in-
0: yeah Craig yeah,
1: where be- the hell are you
0: I'm sure he'll be listening to this uh, he's our Montreal correspondent I'm I've su- been
1: trying to get in touch to him since January
0: have you yeah he'll be listening to Biffy Claro somewhere I'm sure yeah, yeah. I'm sure they played with Nottingham Rocks together.
2: I never saw them at Nottingham Rock City, I've got to say, but, right. you know, I wish I did, because fantastic <laughs> band in a fantastic place. You know.
0: And a fantastic beer. Indeed. Uh, now, that would top it all off. They the probably project. don't serve this at Rock City, <coughs> he no. says, linking back into the subject.
2: Absolutely. So if they what, serve... what do they serve at Rock City? Oh, you don't want to know. Just plastic margaritas. <laughs> plastic. Straight in the glass. <laughs> Nasty. So, And my ideal night out, I think, would, would have to be seeing Biffy Claro at Rock City with a pint point of the... double century.
0: <laughs> L- looking up the name. <laughs>
1: and a pape. looking stately here, please.
2: Oh. Well, yeah, well, that'd be <laughs> the cool thing to do, because nobody else had been doing it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I realised when we were talking off-air that I've actually been near to where Stuart was, well, not from, but grew up, when we were down in uh, Mablethorpe, which is near Cleethorpe's and round from Scunthorpe. Is that right?
2: That's right, yeah, uh, sort of uh, Link- East Lincolnshire coast. Well, there's only one Lincolnshire coast anyway on the east side of uh, of England. So there's you know, Cleethorpe, Cleethorpes, Grimsby, Mablethorpe, Skegness, and I've had many a, gay, yeah. many a lovely holiday in Mablethorpe. Yeah, lots of Thorpes.
0: Scunthorpe, yeah. Cleethorpe, Mablethorpe.
2: Yeah.
0: Must mean something. Um, but I went there on a field trip when I was doing my marine biology degree, and we went to look at the seals, because it's quite famous for seals, apparently, Mablethorpe. That's where they breed. And they, they breed on an RAF bombing range. Uh, and the planes go out, but seals are protected species in the UK, so they can't bomb when the seals are on the flats. So I was told, I don't know if this is true, I really hope it is, but I was told that when the seals are out, they can't do the bombing, so they send an RAF JCB out, and it kind of moves the seals away from the beach. <laughs> and I, I, I maybe it just kind of scares them off, because they kind of, kind of move off the sand, but... Uh, part of me was thinking maybe they kind of pick, pick the seals up in the scoop, and kind of like <laughs> put them away, and pick another all up, and then come back and put it away, and then they can do the bombing and the strafing and the big machine guns they use on the beach there. Um, but that's where I, I stroked a baby seal there. It was cool. I didn't like yeah. it much, but
1: you struck a baby seal.
0: stroked stroked <laughs> I was going to say, he's like, <laughs> he's he's like, damn it! <laughs> yeah, and what was that email address to, for people to write into
1: again? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I we should bored. send this yeah. to
1: Paul McCartney. <laughs>
0: Stroked, uh, and it didn't like it much. But it, oh, I mean, it didn't really. It just kind of turned around and went because that's what seals do when they don't like stuff. Anyway,
1: <laughs> 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 the double century. Yes, i stroke finished my nails. I'm just going to smell the glass, possibly lick
0: it. It's um. Do you think this is like Coniston Bluebird? No. Because it. It's not
1: hoppier than Connors and Bluebird.
0: It's stronger. And the taste you get at the end is the kind of the, the slightly strongerness. But it has the same kind of hoppiness and the same oranginess to it.
1: I can't remember very well.
0: But we drunk when we did that one. That's true. Actually, I've drunk quite a lot more than you have probably because I've still got the case in my kitchen. <laughs> have <laughs> you? So, yeah. Have you? Yeah. I've yeah, still,
1: still got a few left yeah, yeah. Uh, here. Potatoes.
0: <laughs> Um, the only time we ever got free beer sent to us oh what a day that was I'd say <laughs> and the postman comes up the steps clanking with his little case I'm like oh mm-hmm. tremendous um, but this is a this is a again a Session Ale but a strong Session
1: Ale it's tremendous I'll have to try Connors Bluebird again then sure because I, I I I don't remember it tasting like this but if it does I like it mm. I
0: do this, this makes me want to try more of the Thwaites beers because this is really really good mm. yes Mr. Thwait, <laughs> have you listened to this, Mr. Thwait? Yes,
1: I'm sure you will be. Scores again, or have we got more yeah,
0: facts? No, Yeah, no, more facted. Oh, apart from the nice bottle, which is uh, embossed
1: apparently. That's oh, it is embossed, oh yeah, it's embossed with cool. um, two horses. Why two horses' heads? I think that's a symbol of Thwaite's The oh, okay. tray horses. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's it's horses that look like knights from chess rather than horses.
0: Oh yeah, those kind of shy horses for the. Ah, uh-huh. but all the other beers don't have and it an embossed label it's also a kind of kirby bottle as well it fits well in the hand Thanks. Nice.
1: Hey, you wouldn't really it's, it <laughs> no. loses all appeal if you just drink it straight from a bottle <laughs> isn't it yeah you need to pour it the nicest bottle in the world
0: so um, scores for Twait's Double Century we'll start with Stuart again with me um,
2: I think we all sort of went wow that was great on the first taste um, as I've been drinking it I think yep still very nice not entirely sure how many I could drink of that, but I don't want to detract from the score.
0: Yeah, I shouldn't detract from the score, really.
2: So, uh, I'm going to go for an eight again. Oh, no, sorry, I said nine last time. You said nine last time. Yeah, yeah, I'd like it as much as the last one, I've got to say, for for very different reasons. Um, I don't know, it's just, it was a a bit of a wow factor as soon as we had a first taste
1: of that one, and it's like, Mm. So, uh, yeah, def- definitely a nine for me. Good stuff. Great. Um, I had a nice wow fact, I we all did. I mean, in fact, if you rewind about ten minutes ago, you can hear it again. It's pass all the nonsense about <laughs> sales and rock. <laughs> yeah, pass all that crap. It's, uh, um, and it stayed, it, 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 it's very, very, very nice. It's a little bit strong, but I think it's definitely a nine for me. I just it's a nice surprise. It was a good surprise. Well done, Richard. Thank you.
0: Yeah, when I went to uh, Booth's, I got all these out of Booth's, which was um, my local supermarket in Preston that was just voted the 2007 Beer Retailer of the Year in the whole of the UK. Uh, And they had lots of Thwaites beers, but obviously that one stood out because of the whole celebratory nature of it. I I only hope they still brew it because it is fantastic. And um, it tastes light and it tastes moorish, but it's got the alcohol to it as well, and it's just fantastic, and I'm going to give it an eight. It's really, really nice. And uh, we still have one left. We haven't finished yet. We've got one more. This is uh brown ale, not Newcastle brown ale. All right. This is a Scouse brown ale. Ooh. And when we come back, we'll do our final beer. Good luck. Mm.
1: Oh, we're good. Cue, Greg. Okay. Our fourth beer is um, Kane's Dragonheart brown ale. Yeah, this is a...
0: You can't finish a podcast about northern bitter, and especially northwest bitter, without including a brown ale. And this is uh, Kane's Brown Ale, which is like Newcastle Brown Ale, but from Liverpool, not Newcastle. And there's the colour.
1: Oh, Ooh, it's uh, brown. we
0: We've had Kane's beers on the beer cast before. We tried uh, Kane's Raisin Beer.
1: Ooh, right. Which, I missed that one, thankfully.
0: Yeah, it was just me and Shovels, and uh, I thought it was fantastic, and he hated it. So it got quite a split score, but it's really, really nice. A Raisin Beer? Yeah. They did brew a beer and they just dunked raisins in it, and it does taste just like you'd think it would. And it's really, really good.
1: No, I thought you said it tastes like I think it would.
0: Yeah. Which would be not good. <laughs> Sorry,
1: it's probably a, a like comedy drum
0: fill Is that a
2: bit like Marmite? It thing, could so be a Marmite the beer. Marmite but uh, beers. Uh, it's really
0: nice. Um, the Canes were founded in 1850 by an Irish immigrant called Robert Kane, who took over a small pub in Liverpool. And he then moved up and moved on and eventually became one of uh, the UK's top 50 companies in 1919,
1: which is amazing. uh, This is all companies. I could read the label, but it just tells us about allergy advice. And uh, this is a strong brown ale. Yeah. Uh, What's allergy advice? It says, uh, do not drink if you're allergic to beer. Alright, okay. Boogie. I should stop then. Um, This tastes exactly the same as the other ones to me. (laughs) Does it? Yeah. I, I don't think I have the North England Mouth.
0: We're at that stage, are we, of the evening?
1: No, it tastes like a, a better brown ale, like the first two. No, the first one, anyway. I'll read you what the website says. They say, this strong brown
0: ale brewed to a 19th century recipe is a blend of premium ale malts and the finest English hops to a com- fruity and complex character.
1: I'd say I think that first mouth was just washing away the taste of the last beer. It doesn't taste like the first
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, she's have some uh... and uh Jeff Evans, who's a beer of the world beer writer, says it was malty and creamy with a small treacle flavour, thin chestnut clod ale that doesn't really deliver. He didn't like it. I
1: can possibly agree with that, but it I, I can also agree with it, the treacle is quite treacly at is the it end. It looks treacly, it's very dark, isn't it? It is very dark. It is. But it's not it's not black, it's, it's mm. just a very dark brown.
2: It's it's the darkest of the, the four we've had in the season, yeah. definitely.
0: It's, it's another of these occasions where if I hadn't have read that, I might not have picked it up, but now I've read it, I just taste a treacle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Damn you, Jeff Evans, Bears of the World magazine. But it does taste like a North northern England bitter still Yeah, to me. Yeah. And I've just not got a refined enough palate to taste the difference between them all, I don't think. No. No, you're just not refined. No, I'm not. I'm... On, <laughs> I don't know a big word. Is
0: that, is that a word? Stuart, so you're looking very quizzical. There,
2: I'm um, just trying to taste to see whether it tastes a bit like Newcastle Brown Ale, but it doesn't. No, does it doesn't. really it. doesn't no, at no. all. Um, you, you kept trying to describe it as a well, a Brown Ale, but
0: only because it says Brown Ale on yeah, the bottle. Yeah, yeah. There. I, I, I've not actually
2: had this before, so I don't. Know it's not. What it tastes it's like. not quite a bottle of dog, is it? But um, no, it's it's, 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 it's a bit sweeter. I think.
1: Mm. Sure. So that, what is brown ale? Because to me, ale is brown. So why call some ales brown ale?
0: Yeah, it doesn't relate to the colour necessarily. Um, brown ales are brewed in a certain way with lots of malts in. Uh-huh.
1: So brown ale does not have to be brown.
0: Well, they are brown because Probably. you know most beers are brown. But um, Yeah, sorry uh, I mean, and they they combine the malts and the hops to a certain way to make it taste like that. And again, they do taste, I mean, a brown ale will taste kind of slightly sweet because of the whole kind of treacly, molassy kind of taste to it. But the, the primary flavour you're going to get is going to be malt,
1: which is what I get from this. Which is what makes it taste like a North, Northern England bitter.
0: Well, this it doesn't taste like a bitter, it's a brown ale. And uh, brown ale is a bit different from bitters. The first one we had Academy Ale, that's a kind of bittery taste. Uh, this is definitely more of a darker brown ale.
1: I need educated.
0: You do? That's why you're here. I mean, it's uh, edutainment, that's what the big cast is. me, Fraggle Rock was edutainment, was it? Was it edutainment? Yeah. I just love Fraggle Rock.
1: I used to like the Doozers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's that's, that's where I learned all about the construction trade. Mm. Really? So we've we've, uh,
2: got loads of people uh, building new flats out out in front of our... uh, uh, our flat at the moment is that where you eat
0: then? yeah you can't eat the, you the you eat the buildings so you eat
2: the buildings no we, we don't quite eat it we've thought about it a couple of times but you know they're just far enough in the distance that all the guys in their little sort of helmets and stuff they look like doozers so just
1: you should go along and just start gnawing on the uh, <laughs> gnawing on them the <laughs> and then, they'll, have, then they'll come in and go oh, and then have to rebuild it all over again yeah <laughs> I'm going to do that tomorrow morning I'm not sure how many buildings you could physically eat I reckon I could eat two Two? Yeah I've got food What size quarters. buildings? A small bungalow or? A... Um, semi-detached Oh semi-detached So I could eat one whole detached Right Or two semi-detached. Okay What would you start with? The roof The roof Gingerbread. bed <laughs> Right
0: Yeah I'm going to start with the garden and work up Because you've got lots of different kind of
1: you yeah, the Worms You like worms oh, You have all this where all the g- Creepy Gross things are Mm. Well,
0: for me. Whereas the roof is just
1: nice. Well, it 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 doesn't have worms and creepy But birds poo on it. That's true. I'd eat the inside first. The inside of the roof. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'd leave the outside but like like the outside of bread. Ah, that's then, a good. In fact I'd eat the whole inside of the house and then kinda go around and eat the crusts like like on bread, which I like
2: to. Be very careful. Well, yeah. That's that's a good idea. Just to eat the inside of it and then let it all collapse on you. It's like you can eat your, your yeah, whatever, we, where, oh,
0: whatever. Are we good.
1: You we we come there. out your butterfly. Yeah. <laughs> what are we so talking about? Is that, look, this is possibly the same. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So
2: this uh, dragon heart has a psychedelic. So
0: yeah,
2: we yeah. so um, do it. Um, yeah, we talked about
0: shrooms and um, we've mentioned canes before because we, had, we had, as we was saying, we had the other beer, but. Um, if you, if you don't know, though, from the, the only brewery in the UK to be owned by uh, Indian brothers, the Dusange brothers, who took over the brewery in 2002 when it was just about to close. They put lots of money into it, and it's now one of the fastest growing breweries in the country. Oh, With a turnover of £30 million a year and 150 employees.
1: That's a lot.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so much so that they have their stock range of beers, uh, the, the lagers and other beers. and The, the Keynes Lager is really nice. But they also produce a different specialty beer every month. And this is their specialty beer for the month of, he says, looking it up, November. Oh. And other beers they produce, the, the raisin Beer is one, the one that's a, a monthly beer. They do an 8% bock, they do an organic wheat beer, they do a black lager every month. It's something different.
1: That's very good. Commendable.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that's... if you're in Liverpool, you can go around the Brewery for £6.70. You get a guided tour and two free pints. Well, I mean, I've, I've been, been
1: to Liverpool. That must be one of the few places in England I've ever been Hmm. I
0: don't know whereabouts it is in Liverpool but um, it certainly sounds sort of like a good day out and as you say it's next year it's the European Capital of Culture which is what it says on the top of the label there It's uh, and they also they are brewing, they're brewing the official beer for the 2008 no it's this year isn't it <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote this in yeah. 2007 yeah. <laughs> so this year it's the uh, Capital of Culture and they brew a special beer commemorating that which is called 08 I think it's the special beer but I've not, not tried that Hmm. And uh, Craig's finishes already, which is a good sign
1: I have less than everybody else
0: Oh, did Okay Brilliant. But i got to say, it's um It's nice It's nice, but it's not spectacular I think the, the yeah. first one was nice The second two beers were spectacular And this is back to nice
1: Yeah, I agree
0: Hmm Again, I, I don't know that. Well, they probably don't sell us on. Well, they don't sell us on cask because it's only their, one of their monthly special speciality beers. But um, again, saying it would probably be nicer on cask. But then most things are.
1: You know this better than me. I thought Cobra was a British beer. Owned by an Indian chap whose name I can't remember, it. or is that owned over here and in Britain, India?
0: <laughs> Excuse me. I don't know where it's brewed, no, but I don't know who owns it either.
1: <laughs> He's a quite a famous type for... Yeah? OK. ...businessman. I'm sure it's Cobra or Tiger. I'm sure it's Cobra, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Well, tiger's Singapore, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's
1: co- Cobra. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't know where that's brewed, I'm afraid.
0: No. Uh, but the Dusange Brothers, they certainly rescued Canesbury because it was just about to close, and... Uh, I guess that they could just have brewed the original beers that Canes were brewing, but they just uh they've seemed to become amazingly inventive, putting in all kinds of different beers. Good on them. Definitely Absolutely. good on
2: yeah. them. Exper- Exper- Experimenting with it on.
0: i am going to say for me it's
2: it's slightly too sweet. Yeah. I, c- I could it's drink quite steaky. Yeah, I could drink a a half pint of it okay, but I couldn't have any more than that. Um Similar-ish to the the first one, the Tyrol blear, blear, It's caramel Yeah. But just a bit too... And as you said earlier on, Rich, is, uh, it's a bit treacly. Yeah.
0: Um, well, Jeff, I haven't said that. I didn't
1: say <laughs> <it>. <laughs> But yeah, I can, I can relate to it. Any more interesting facts? No, I'm
0: uh, just looking at the time and we're getting quite up there, so I think we should maybe score and
1: go home. Like <laughs> yeah, these poor people, go away. Yeah, they are suffering. enough today. They've talked about this for yeah. uh, at least an hour. They're probably not yeah. listening by now, so... That's uh, great. yeah, we can try any more crazy crap we can talk about before... We... Yeah, most of yeah. them turn off when we tell them the shovels wasn't there, I think, <laughs> that's pretty much
0: it. No, I don't have any more crazy crap. Other than Stu might not know this, but my uh, great-great-great-grandfather was a brewer in Liverpool, so that's where my uh, affinity comes with the city. Wow. Before you start slagging off. <laughs> not that you would. I'm not. I, w- I would not slide it off. Mm. Sla- mm. I'd slide the banks off, but not. The <laughs> <laughs> Blooming Mac is about to take off
1: again. So you're going to hear some. Okay, let's of... go, quick scorch. Um, Mister Richard Taylor, you start the scores this time. Okay. Um, that's not me making a noise. Uh, I think. Well,
0: okay, it's. I'm petrified of giving that score now because every time I say it, you start laughing. But it is. It, it's not as bad as six and it's not as good as an eight. So I'm going to give it six and a half. <laughs> hey!
1: Six and uh, a half. That's quite good. He's now avoiding as much as he can the number. The, the
0: dreaded number seven. Oh, am I? Kevin. All right, okay. Um,
2: I was going to go for the dreaded seven. But
0: well, you can give it seven, that's okay. No, no, no.
2: Well, I can. I can... Give it a seven, but I'll, I've uh, I've changed my mark since I've gone halfway down my uh, my glass. Uh, I think I'm going to knock a point off for it, off? just for it being that tad too sweet. So I'm going to go down to a six.
0: We can do that. I remember mean, we had a beer that um, I think Craig gave it four different marks over so the course of each drink. had, yeah, <laughs> because yes. it changed so much. That was the um, the Gordon Exmouth beer we had.
1: Was, I've still got two bottles of that. Do you still? Drink. Yeah. yeah but it's, not, it's It's kind of past its season now oh has it gone it off, seems it? a bit no no it's it's not off but it oh, cause just doesn't tr- seem right drinking it now sure yeah, yeah. But um, will it keep till next week. I don't think so no, okay. I'll probably drink it when I get home right <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's I, go I reckon it's fine my score hasn't gone up or down it's just a plain old six for that it's not horrible it's not fantastic and to be honest it, it was never going to stand a chance with the previous two was it
0: <laughs> no no True. No, they were two really good beers.
1: And in fact, more than that, our new champion beer.
0: Well, yes. Um, as you move my Mac out of the way. Yes, absolutely. That's um, a bit of beer cast history. This is, we had the, uh, before now, the highest scoring beer was our uh, Anchor. Can you believe that scored higher than Anchor Special? I know. It's tremendous. If you haven't tried Anchor Special beer, it's no. really, really good. And, uh, yeah, Thwaites Double Century has beaten that. That's now 86, 87, yeah, 87%. That's the 87%. highest Eighty seven
1: percent. And in, in cane, what, how many have we done this year? And we're only midway through February and we've already found a very high-scoring beer.
0: Yeah, that was our four, or five, or six. That was our seventh beer of the year we've tried so far and it's already become higher than the... Uh,
1: incredible special, Anchor Brewery. which
0: Which is incredible. But, I mean, it's incredible in different ways because, I mean, that, oh, it's such yeah. a totally different taste.
1: It was a nice surprise, as the same way the anchor was a nice surprise when we got
0: that as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
1: me
0: anyway. So that's great. Um, that's our northwest of England beer special. We'll be back in a couple of weeks or so with another one, which is going to be our organic beers special, because uh, obviously organic is the new everything. So so many brewers are putting out organic beers. We've managed to track down a few different types of beers each, and we'll be doing that very soon. In the meantime, uh, thank you very much to uh, Craig. See you later. Pleasure as ever. And a yeah. special thank you to Stuart for your uh, your first ever beercast. Thank you very much. Woo. Privileged to be invited. Thank I you. hope you enjoyed it and we'll, yeah. we'll get you back on at some point. Uh, to you soon. <laughs> 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 Cheers, Craig. Maybe when his wife lets him out again, we'll get him back <laughs> on. And uh, hello to everybody in Grimsby. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to email us, it's thebeercast at googlemail.com. You can come to our blog, which is beercast.blogspot.com. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, you want to go and leave us a comment or rating, that would be great. Uh, In the meantime, enjoy your beer and we'll see you very soon.
1: Good night. Good night. Cheerio. I keep crushing my damn testicles on this table, (laughs) but. Which is a very inopportune place lake. <laughs> it's my
0: table, do you mind? <laughs> Not deliberately. No. I have to eat my breakfast at this table. <laughs>